Finn has his head underneath the bed. <laughs> it's really funny. And he's I think he's growling at the tent. Oh, then you cannot set up your tent. Erin, do you remember how we got that tent? I do. Or how I you you being, bought the tent. I should rephrase I, that. I did buy the tent. And I was very frustrated because we had just driven all the way to Medora, North Dakota. Mm-hmm. And I had a tent. And then when we went to set up the tent, the tent was broken. Because the last person to use the tent was my brother's. And are I feel you, like they put it we blaming back them? inside the bag. We are so Ooh. blaming them. They put it back inside the, the bag with bent posts or bent whatever sticky things yeah and so we got there and i remember we had a serious conversation of like do we get a hotel room because it was like (laughs) we paid our whatever 20 bucks for the campsite right and then it was like last minute it was the middle of summer so it would have been super expensive Mm -hmm. right that's peak season (laughs) summer season (laughs) and i was like do we get a hotel room or do we drive back 45 minutes to Dickinson to Walmart and buy a tent? And that is what we ended up doing. <laughs> it's been a good tent, though. I've used it with you uh, in Medora. Yep. And then we used it down by the river yep. uh, in Platte. Mm-hmm. And we camped there. And then I think I used it at a bachelorette party. Oh, nice. <laughs> we went camping. <laughs> and I set it up in my brother's living room. To entertain his children one time. Oh, that's fun. Mm-hmm. Did you have a fake campfire, too? Did not have a fake campfire. Okay. I'm pretty sure we just watched Sesame Street. That's <laughs> great, though. From the tent. <laughs> yeah. And I think we try to play a game. Mm-hmm. And uh, I think that is the total amount of times that I have used that tent. <laughs> Now showing the All My Movies podcast. Please silence your cell phones and enjoy the show. Hello. Hi. I'm Erin. And I'm Mary. And you're listening to the All My Movies podcast. This season of All My Movies, we are going through all of Dame Emma Thompson's movies. She's so fancy being a dame. I know. There's kind of like a reference to that in the in the movie that we watched for this episode, Late Night. Woo! Comedy. This is our, I guess, this is only our third movie, but it would be our first really comedy. I mean, Sense and Sensibility, she's quite funny in. But this yes. is our uh, first comedy for Emma. She's got a few on the list. A few funny roles. I mean, maybe not comedies, but funny roles, I feel like. Mm-hmm. And this one is maybe what I would call one of the dramedies, like yeah, the combo. Yes, it's not a straight comedy. There's mm-hmm. which is it's. I really did think this was going to be a straight comedy when I like heard about it and we talked about it when it was coming out. Like, oh my gosh, we have to go see this. Yeah, and I it was not at all what I had expected, but I did still like it. I did enjoy mm-hmm. it. All right, and Aaron. Yes, we figured it out. No, no, you kind of had to tell me. I hadn't thought of it. The <laughs> degree of separation from Sandra Bullock. Who we profiled in our first season yes. of all my movies. It's just one degree. Because Mindy Kaling, who is the writer and actor in this movie, is also in Ocean's 8 with our, our friend Sandy. Our friend Sandy. Which, did mm-hmm. you see Ocean's 8? You saw it. You didn't see it. I did you see Ocean's it. 8. Me too. We never got... We, that was about when we were petering off of our Sandy kick. So I, yep. we, I don't think we ever did that one. No, I think we had recorded something as like a trailer hype yeah but never actually posted you never put it up 
I'm sure it was just complete nonsense. Yep. Speaking of trailer hype, let's play the trailer for Late Night, this 2019 dramedy starring Emma Thompson and Mindy Kaling. Who are you? I'm Molly. I'm a new writer. You want to sit down? Okay. That's for metal sentence. Could you sit down, please? Oh, I'll just use uh, this trash can. There's, you know, there's hardly any trash in it at all. Oh, it's kind of comfortable, better than a chair. That's our show, everyone. I came to tell you this year is your last. What? They can't replace you if everyone loves you. Do none of you understand what is at stake here? I am being replaced. Think about why the show is bad and come up with ways to fix it. I wish I was a woman of color so I could just get me a job. Well, we talked about this. You can't say that. I know what everyone thinks of me, but just because I was lucky enough to get this job doesn't mean I'm stupid enough to lose it. All right, so that was the trailer for Late Night. Mary, would you like to summarize this movie for the Twitter? In a tweet? I, I would. It. Okay. Emma stars as the outgoing queen of Late Night who has to revamp her show to keep it. Mindy Kaling stars as the new kid shaking up the writer's room. Minnie the Office reunion! <laughs> Very many. Just two people that I could think of. Who was the other person? Amy Ryan. Or like oh, the, right, right. Network yeah, yes, yes. the network boss is Holly person. Flax from HR. That is true. So. And also there you go. mini Mindy Project reunion, Ike Barinholtz. Yes. Who plays the person that they want to replace her with. Mm-hmm. And was also Nurse Morgan from the, Did you watch the Mindy Project? I watched a few seasons of it, yeah. Maybe like I feel one. Like, was it on Fox? For sure one. Yeah. Yeah. I watched it for and a while it moved and then I think it Hulu. went to Hulu, yeah. And then I yeah. don't have access to that streaming service, so I just did not watch it. So what was your Mary? You just watched this one. I've watched it. I watched it a little bit ago. What was your mm-hmm. initial reaction when I first heard about it? Like I think I thought it would be like more, like it has funny parts, but I think I thought it would be more straight comedy as mm-hmm. opposed. There was like more dramatic, a more dramatic turn yes. than I was like ready for, and it like makes you think about a lot of different things. But overall, it's kind of a story of like redemption in some ways Mm -hmm. like things get hard they work through things it's good at the end so Mm -hmm. like yeah yeah. i definitely think it has a little bit of a darker undertone to it just about because i think Catherine emma's character in this is a bit of a darker person like i think she's Mm -hmm. she's mean and in a in a comedic way at one point she numbers the writers and calls them by the number instead of their name so she is kind of that comedically like classic villain of like i'm not even gonna learn your names mm-hmm. but also definitely has a darker uh, undercutting side to her i guess that is depressing you know she's very depressed she smokes a lot yeah. she's in the dark the twist that will not twist but one of the plot points in the movie that we'll get to later you know is very kind of you know it's darker and mm-hmm. um uh, so definitely has a little darker undertone whereas like mindy kaling's character although she cries a lot in the bathroom, which is very funny. And under her desk, again, very funny. Uh, you know, she mm-hmm. was more of like the light, peppy, you know, happy-go-lucky kind of, this is, I'm living my dreams. But yeah, like I said before, a lot different than I thought it was going to be. I thought it was going to be a straight comedy. I also thought you know, this movie sets up as Catherine, Emma Thompson's character, has been in the late night game for a very long time. She was the first and she's the only late night TV host um, and I kind of went into it thinking like she was going to be like we were going to see her like break the boundaries and come into late night like that's oh. what I thought it was going to be is that she, we were going to mm-hmm. see her like crash through or like start her career versus like we see her the, at the end of her career right because mm-hmm. 
because currently I think I mean I guess uh, late night with Lily is on now, but there yeah, really isn't a late night name? host. Samantha, Samantha B. B. She's had a show for a little bit. And like I Chelsea lately, and those kind of right. things. But no, no one else has been like on a main major network. Right, like to pass the torch down from Johnny Carson to yeah, a woman. <laughs> yeah, because right. you got Jimmy and Jimmy and James. <laughs> Yep. And Seth, you know, that's who's that's who's on. Right. And, and Steven. Steven. Yeah. I always forget yeah. about Stephen Colbert. I never watch his show. <laughs> I watch the Colbert well, Report all the his time. His name's not Jimmy. So. His name's not Jimmy or James. No, sometimes I like watching Colbert occasionally. Mm-hmm. You know why? Because he's I, a Lord of the Rings fan. So he I like is a big Lord enjoy of the Rings. nerding out with that. <laughs> the Lord of the Rings fan. Um, you know what? Because I feel like and this is how much like ADD I have is that his clips on YouTube are like eight minutes long, eight to 12. Like he plays, the, he puts the right. whole interview in one clip and Jimmy's yeah. are like four minutes. So I'm like, I can't watch 12 minutes of this. But yes, I did like it after watching it uh, again on a plane on a small screen. Oh, fun. <laughs> I watched Where were you going? It. I was going, or was I coming home? I think I was going to Seattle. I think I went to okay. Seattle and watched it on. I watched like a ton of movies on that trip. I like cranked them out. Because mm-hmm. when you're on the smaller flight, you have to watch it on your phone. You can do the whatever oh. streaming. And then on the bigger flight, the connecting flight, then you get the big screen. So yeah, I feel yeah. like I watched like three movies. <laughs> nice. And this was one of them. And I was so excited when I saw that it was up. I was like, oh, I can watch this now. And I'm pretty sure I texted you afterwards. I was like, I just watched I think Late you Night. Did. <laughs> yeah and um we just got amazon prime and we like we had a trial for a bit but i think i missed the trial window so we're like well we'll just do amazon prime for a while maybe we'll watch doctor who yeah and now miranda you can watch miranda the bbc amazing show you can watch it free told me that the other day even if you don't have an amazon or amazon that is great i it's so funny my mom really likes it but and it's kind of fun so obviously they have a lot of british references because it's in england mm-hmm. and a lot of them i don't get a lot of the people i don't know who they're talking about like when they make jokes about people and then the audience laughs you're like i must google who yeah. that is um but they do sometimes make like doctor who references or you know different things nice. and it's like i get that i get that mm-hmm. uh so me and my mom watch it and my dad has watched a few episodes but he has a really hard time like understanding what they're saying because like i feel like their accents are kind of thicker and yeah. they talk fast and so because uh, like miranda just kind of has a shrill voice like this sometimes and so very he, fast talker so he doesn't always understand she's what she's upset. saying <laughs> <laughs> so me and my mom just watch it when my dad's gone <laughs> nice when he goes out and check the cows like okay we got 30 minutes let's watch a miranda <laughs> Nice. So that's fun. Okay, bringing it back around to our other the yes. British person that we're focusing on today is Emma Thompson. So this mm-hmm. movie, Late Night, it opened on June seventh, two thousand nineteen, with a limited, a limited release. Uh, and that debuted okay. at number nineteen, but then it had mm-hmm. a larger opening the next weekend, um, and it debuted at nine. And also coming out that weekend was another Emma Thompson movie, uh, Men in what? Black International, came out at number oh. one. Which really isn't like, I guess, I've never seen it, but it's not, you know, that Chris Hemsworth-Tessa Thompson reunion. Any relation to Tessa and Emma? Uh, you know, Um, I don't, I think, isn't she British too? Isn't Tessa Thompson British? I think so, but I don't know. I don't know. All I know is the Valkyrie had some sort of Britishness accent, so. Yes. Could be. Uh, and other movies that came out that week, 
was mm-hmm. Shaft at number seven. So, okay. and uh, uh, Late Night came in at, like I said, number nine. It was just below John Wick 3 and just above Ma, which is like an Octavia Spencer creepy Scary, horror right? movie. Yep. Okay. Now, Mary, can you yep. take a guess of what this oh. budget was for so Late it's Night? Amazon Studios. It's an Amazon Studios production. It's not a big... It's got... Not it's a big not, studio. I would say that's big. Jeff Bezos like owns the world, yo. I know, but they don't make a lot of movies yet as of that went to okay. theaters. So, you know, okay. an up and I'm coming. Go... Mm-hmm. 20 million. No, lower. Lower. Go way lower. Surprisingly 10 lower. Million. Lower. What? Mm-hmm. Emma Thompson has to cost like at least 8 million. No, she did because this budget was only 5. <laughs> Oh my goodness! No, okay. I don't know. I don't guess I don't understand how budgets work. I don't either. Maybe they kept like the filming short so they didn't have to buy as much food. Yeah. I, there weren't many stunts. I don't know. No, is that what you get? <laughs> stunts if they had to buy get stunt yeah. doubles. Is there fire? Is Fired there a car chase? Explosion? It was is this like, Fast and Furious? Is it Fast and Furious? So domestically, this movie made fifteen million dollars and worldwide twenty-two million dollars. Okay. Which, I, I don't know, is that low? I mean, I guess the budget was small, but I, right. some of these other ones have such huge... Question for you. Yeah, what's up? If, like, overall what they made, is it 15 million plus worldwide 22, or is it, like, all no, over no, I think, 22? Cause, no, because it's domestic as USA. International okay. would be overseas, and then together, I think, worldwide. Okay. Okay. Let me just double check those facts and figures. Put the yes, facts Barry, and figures put into those the facts. idea machine. I can we both start quoting the same thing. Well, yeah. Baby mama. So even though maybe it didn't have like the biggest box office, because I feel like some of these other ones that we've done had like hundreds of millions of dollars. Mm -hmm. I was going to say, my guess is it had a limited release because I don't think it made it to my small town. Probably didn't go to all the theaters, right? Since it was just like an Amazon movie. Mm -hmm. Uh, But it did get good ratings. Uh, The critic on Rotten Tomatoes, the critic ratings was 80% and the audience was 77%. So there's that. Nice. So let's look at the... Is that fresh? Oh, I certified fresh. I don't know what's, what what uh, threshold comes the freshness. I don't remember. But it was the stamp and the popcorn, not the splat, so. Okay, okay. So in the career timeline of our two main leads, uh, Mindy Kaling, like we said, she wrote the screenplay for this. Mindy Kaling, very mm-hmm. talented writer. I think a lot of people maybe don't know. She wrote a ton of episodes of The Office. So mm-hmm. Mindy, uh, she obviously started in The Office as Kelly Poor. She was also, before this, she did um, Inside Out. She was the voice of Disgust. <laughs> it's like my favorite uh, movie. It's a good one. Uh, she was in A Wrinkle in Time, and then her show, mm-hmm. The Mindy Project, and then, like we said, she was in Ocean's 8. And then after this, she really has, uh, according to her IMDb credits, she's just been in The Morning Show, which is an Apple TV with Steve Carell okay. and Jennifer Aniston and Reese Witherspoon. Mm-hmm. I feel like she did more TV, right? Isn't she... she did some TV episodes and voices okay. and things like that. I don't think she's been in, like, a ton, ton of movies, but this, I would say, probably would be, like, her first, like, leading, leading co-leading movie because even in Ocean's 8 she really she was like the person who redid the jewelry because that would have been like semi semi that would have been Sandy and like Kate Blanchett would have been like the leads leads like there was just so many people in that one okay how about Emma Emma let me tell you about Emma so this is obviously just came out so it's a little bit later in her career um Mm -hmm. so before this she had just done uh in like 2017 she did Johnny English Strikes Back which is like a Mr. Bean character 
Oh, okay. When it's like Mr. Bean is like a British spy. So. Mm. And then she did the Children's Act and the Meyer Witch Stories, which I think is on okay. Netflix. Uh, mm. And then afterwards, she did uh, Men in Black, which came out the same year, How to Build a Girl, uh, Missing Link, which she is a voice on, which I think won okay. an Oscar. I think, or maybe that was a Golden Globe. Ooh, something like that. Ooh. It won a, a won an award this last year, and nice. then last Christmas, which Mary and I, I saw together. You my heart. And okay. then, <laughs> you gave it away. All so right. Fun. So that is where this movie falls in their careers. So let's talk about late night. Mary, do you want to give night. us a little uh, start us off on who this movie is about and how, where yeah. this movie starts off? mm Hmm. Let me see if I can remember exactly. <laughs> I think we come up on it, and you see, like, Emma Thompson getting ready to do her show, and then mm-hmm. you, her, oh, she has, like, put off a meeting with, like, the big network boss, and then after the show, um, the network boss is there, and she's like, hey, you've got a year. Like, your reins are going down. You need, like, she basically said, you're going to lose a the show. There's no, like, unless you do this. Like, it's just, like final um so she's like what and then um i think oh earlier it starts with her firing someone you just see her being mean like some guy comes in to ask for a raise because um his family is growing like his wife had another baby or something and she's like um you're not doing any more work here why do you get a raise just because your outside project is growing like it was just so bizarre yes it's it really opens with a deep dive into what this woman really is like and yeah. she's very uh i don't think she has many friends let's say at work mm-hmm. it's made very no. clear she never goes into the writer's room to the people that mm-hmm. write her jokes she does not know their name she does not know who they are uh yes she immediately fires this guy for asking for a raise because his wife just had another baby uh and you know she's just very she's been in this business a long time she's had to fight her way through and she just doesn't want to take mm-hmm. any crap from anybody and doesn't want to hear anybody's excuses basically yep. so they fire so now she's fired this person. She's kind of given this ultimatum of you have to a year to turn your show around. You know, we're living in the time of like with like Jimmy Fallon and James Corden where they're doing carpool karaoke and all these fun. Right. They're having skits. games. Mm-hmm. They're washing a sheepdog on TV and it's amazing. And he's yeah. an Avenger. Like mm-hmm. it's all that. Yeah. And she just wants to keep it pretty much like old school. I do interviews. Yeah. You know, she wants to interview people who have written books and have made important discoveries. And she wants mm-hmm. it to be a little bit more serious than just like this floof yeah, um, and to highlight women in mm-hmm. who are outstanding in their fields yes. that kind of thing uh-huh and then but the man she fires the writer that she fires points out as like you don't like women like you are not a feminist like you hate other women you keep them mm-hmm. down like look at your writing room it is all white men from like yale and harvard like yeah. you don't care anything about women's rights and stuff like that so she calls mm-hmm. up her I, you know, whatever. Her, she calls up the one of her friends that work at the office and says, you need the hiring manager. She calls up the hiring manager and says, you need to hire me a woman. And nope. so who should walk in for an interview but Miss Mindy Kaling or Molly Patel mm-hmm. as she is in this movie. And why don't you tell yes. us a little bit about Molly's background in comedy? <laughs> yeah, her background in comedy is as an announcer at the factory that she works at. <laughs> she works <laughs> like at a she chemical has- plant. Yes. So there's like really no um 
actual comedy background for her outside of just making jokes like i really enjoyed the cut to her making a joke like ask a chemist they have the solution joke mm-hmm. at the over the pa yeah. and one guy laughing yeah she that really has no experience but she mm-hmm. says that she just loves comedy like she's a big fan of comedy and she loves Catherine newberry she loves emma thompson's character mm-hmm. and has followed her for her whole career and you know this is the dream of her life essentially and so you know the guy is clearly not going to hire her until emma thompson calls and says hire me a woman so uh-huh. he gives her the job. He basically says, you have six weeks. I'm sure you will not work out, but it'll be mm-hmm. like a fun adventure. So so good luck to you. And yeah. so there's a scene, because one of the other writers wants them to hire his younger brother, basically. Yeah. And so there's already a little like rub that this uh, woman gets hired, this Indian woman. And so they call her like a diversity hire, basically. Yeah. So Mindy comes to work for her first day, and she comes in late because uh, the guy had told her that they come in at 10, which is usually true, but this day, like, Catherine Newberry has taken it upon herself to come into the writer's room and, uh, and, and try to get her staff going so they can write better content for her show. So why don't you tell Mm -hmm. us about Mindy's entrance to the writer's room? (laughs) Yeah, so she comes in and... She's bearing cupcakes. <laughs> and um, unfortunately, she can't. Uh, Emma tells her, like, go ahead and sit down. I think she gives her a number at that time. Because mm-hmm. had she just numbered the group? I think she so was she's... numbering. Yeah, she was in the midst yeah. of numbering. So she was eight. Um, and she just can't find a seat because, oh, this this one guy, five, or I don't know which number it was. He was out on a call. Uh, but don't worry, um, Mindy can take that seat because he gets fired when he comes back <laughs> for taking a personal call at work. Yeah. Um, so it's just awkward. She turns over a trash can and like yes, when there's shakes no seat. all the garbage out and sits yeah, there's, down at there's... the end of the table. There's no seat to be found, so she goes and grabs the trash can. It's just like mm-hmm. it's just such a funny little bit of comedy. Mm-hmm. And everyone is just obviously just silence. And everyone is just staring at her while she's trying to get this sit on this trash can. Yes. Oh. Um, so she clearly she's not really fitting in. She gets an office um, and an office mate, and the, yep. you know the guy is like. He, he's one of the men who's a little older. He's a little, he's nice to her. Everyone else mm-hmm. is, is pretty young. He's one of the more older senior writers there. And kind of tells her, like, okay, good luck. Like, uh, if you want to mm-hmm. be taken seriously as a writer, like, you're going to have to write stuff. Um, yeah. Because they do, they, you know, Emma Thompson wants ideas of, like, why isn't this going well? And yeah. um, and how to fix it. And then Mindy Kaling, at her job as, like, in the chemical plant was to, like, supervise things and find yeah. faults. And quality so she, control. like, quality mm-hmm. control. So she basically writes an assessment of why the show is wrong. And, like, here are the top three reasons why this show yeah. stinks. And, uh, and so she starts telling Emma Thompson. And Emma Thompson basically, like, shuts her down. It's like, but you have no solutions. Like, I don't need you to tell me what's wrong i need you to tell me how to fix it and so obviously mindy kaling just starts crying she goes into the bathroom Mm -hmm. and then starts crying and is just like feeling so defeated um but then of course like there's men in the women's room and she's like why are you in here like well we don't ever have a girl here so we use this bathroom to poop in (laughs) because Catherine has her own bathroom there didn't need to be a the separation really (laughs) yes so she's just crying while everyone is in there going to the bathroom 
And then you think, like, this guy is befriending her. Yes. Um, Hugh Dancy. But later you find out he's kind of sleazy. Um, yes. But he's nice to her for a little while. He's nice to her. He tries to get her confidence up. And mm-hmm. she does. She kind of starts, she wants to try to write some jokes and, and get in there. Yeah, so she writes a joke. Um, I think it was kind of something topical mm-hmm. uh, for, like, some s- legislators did... Ah, something about abortion and mm-hmm. like women's right and then she loops it she ends it with like it's a good thing i'm going through menopause right now like something yeah. that related to Catherine. um and, but she skips it yeah that was one of mindy's critique is like you have this female voice you're the only one who has this female voice you have to use it and yeah. uh Catherine like says it's a good joke she puts it in the monologue but then when she goes to read it she skips it and doesn't read it mm-hmm. so she's worried kind of upset yeah, worried about negative feedback. Mm-hmm. So, like, another source was like, hey, maybe, like, think about how you want to be perceived. Because mm-hmm. so that's the like, other thing, too, is Catherine is also very private, I would say, about her yeah. life. Like, she just wants yep. to talk about the news. She doesn't want to talk about what's going on in her life. Mm-hmm. Um, so, Mindy's upset, but she doesn't give up. And then, so they're having this all-night writer sesh one time, one, e- one evening. And um, Mindy gets up to go because she says, I have a commitment to do this, like, stand-up mm-hmm. to cancer kind of a thing. Like, it's a stand-up comedy to raise money for cancer awareness and stuff like that. And Catherine yeah. basically tells you, if you get up and walk out of this room, like, you are fired. Do not come back. And she said, I'm sorry, I made a commitment. And so she leaves, and Mindy leaves and go- does and does a little stand-up act. Um, yeah. But Catherine follows her and watches yep. her and hears her and things like and um, watches her and hears her perform because she's been she talked about how she got fired, right? <laughs> and then um, like Mindy's going to like keep the show going and announce the next um, comedian and Catherine's like it's me, um, so she goes on and she starts doing this bit but it looks like she's essentially breaking down. Um. Yeah, she bomb- she's bombing. She tries to tell these, yep. these jokes, and the audience is just like, this isn't funny. Because she hasn't mm-hmm. done stand-up in a long time. Yeah. But, like, she kind of, like, realizes she's tanking, and, um, like, that's kind of when we, as the audience, like, get like, oh, she is funny. Like, she's mm-hmm. doing this riffing on, like, being an old person in Hollywood, how she could be Sean Penn's grandma when Sean mm-hmm. Penn is, like, dating Emma Stone. Like, yeah. it was... Yeah, yeah like, she talks more about herself then, and she kind of admits that her like her show is going to get canceled, and what is she going to mm-hmm. do? You know, Tom Cruise gets to fight the mummy, and I'm the mummy, or something like that. We're the same right. age. Or, or no, I'm not even the mummy. It's Anne Hathaway, yeah. and makeup is the mummy. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah. so then people love her, and then uh, and then she hires Mindy back, and because she talks to one of the people backstage, and they tell her that like I think is it Mindy's dad. Yep, died Mindy's dad had pa- died from lung cancer. and um, So that's and, why she was, like, helping with the event in the yeah. first place. And so Emma takes her back, and then and then things start going on the uptick. Like, Mindy, like, convinces her to do some skits. Like, they do this funny, like, on the street, like, Billy on the street, yes. but it's, like, white savior. <laughs> yes, those are so funny. Yeah, those it's are It's like, great. I have trouble hailing a cab. It's like, oh, I didn't actually need to go anywhere. Too bad. White savior. <laughs> yeah, that's not how white saviors work. And, no. um, and I think another one was, like, she went on a shopping spree with somebody. Yeah, like, just a bunch of different things. So she's, help, yeah, you know. getting her to do more viral things, and she's getting, mm-hmm. you know, to interview people, and she has this ni- nice moment where this, like, starlet yeah. hugs her, and, you know, everyone yeah. responds positively to that. And mm-hmm. so things are kind of on the up and up. 
And then they have um, Emma Thompson hosts a party at her house with all the writers. Because yes. her she, PR person said, like, yeah, you need to do this. You need to be, like, mm-hmm. do something. They don't want to talk to your manager or the publicist. Like, they want to yeah. talk to you. So host this big event. Yeah. Uh, and you meet, I think we've met him earlier, but John Lithgow plays um emma's husband and he i think he's a former professor and he's suffering from parkinson's so he's got like the shake starting the shaking um and mindy gets to meet him because she tries to find like a room to just like be alone for a bit and he's in like a study playing piano and she's like can i just listen to you for a while the press (laughs) is there and um Mm -hmm. she cuts in on an interview with Catherine uh because like oh you know we heard a rumor that she numbers her uh numbers her writers and that they're all men yeah so it's like oh hey here's molly Mm -hmm. (laughs) and but that's also she starts to getting a little closer also to hugh dancy's character who turns out to be a slime ball because we Mm -hmm. also see in this that maybe he is having an affair with Catherine because he says something to her sees this as well a guy who is like a a rep Mm -hmm. for the um danny or what's his name ike who might ike be baronholtz's character yeah yeah who we meet him here too who they wanted to have him on the show but emma thompson like hates him like he is like a bro comedy yeah. like dane cook kind of person and yeah. wants like he nothing talked about, to do like, with him pooping in people's shoes <laughs> yeah <laughs> like not just uh, yeah kind of like just really crass body and... gross humor yeah yeah really crass so yeah the show is doing better yeah and then Oh, I think it comes to a point where, like, they still, the network, like, tells her during Sweeps Week, Mm -hmm. which, Aaron, can you shed some light on Sweeps Week as a former television producer? (laughs) Yes, I would love to tell you about the inside world of Sweeps. So Sweeps Week is a time where television stations, like, really try to air, like, their best stuff. They want to get a lot of ratings, because that's what a lot of, like, ratings and ad revenue and things, like, it shows where you are, like, who's watching during certain times. Um, So then that's when you get, like, ranked of, like who's the number one station who's two like who's watching when um okay. so sweeps weeks was always really big and news because you would try to air like your best most interesting pieces that people would want to tune in it was huge pain and a lot of work oh, <laughs> it was, no. it was a lot of pressure <laughs> yeah so for this sweeps yeah. week um emma thompson has danny dan Tennant. sure it's not david Tennant. it was danny no, Tennant. that's somebody else anyway Ike he's on the show Ike's on the show and he's like thinking that it's going to be announcing that he'll be replacing her. And I think she mentions that, that that's the plan. But she's Mm -hmm. also like, I don't want to leave. So she kind of just announces that, hey, I'm not going to leave. Yeah. She basically says like, I'm not leaving. Don't you, do you want me to leave? And he's like, um, no. She's like, right. Like he just kind of plays along. (laughs) (laughs) So yeah. That kind happens. of awkward and terrible. So then, mm-hmm. obviously, the network is fur- furious yeah. um, that things aren't going the way that they wanted to. And about a little bit after this, then um, her email gets leaked or an email yes. hack occurs. And we see that Hugh Dancy's character and her did kind of have an affair, like, right a after her husband back. got diagnosed with Parkinson's. Mm-hmm. And so, like, that's all over the news. And the show kind of goes on a mini hiatus. Yeah. Um, and she takes, like, was it a week or two off? Yeah. 
And during that time, like, Mindy goes to her house, and it's just this, like, cloudy room. It's, like, beautifully, Dark. beautiful shot with, like, her Emmys in the background. Yeah. <laughs> um, and, like, Mindy goes over there, and, like, with true, like, kind of, like, a millennial spirit. Mm-hmm. Like, hey, like, keep going. Keep working. We can Be get like, through this. And kind of said, like, this is your chance. Like, men get busted for affairs all the time, and they don't quit. Like, you don't have to quit. Like, you go right. out there, you own it, and you, you know, make it better, and you keep going. Because yeah. she was like, all of our jobs are, like, on the line here. Like, I'm, you know, look, I have mm-hmm. no experience besides this job. I, you know, like, I want right. to work And she wants you, to keep but... it. She wants to fight for her job. Yeah. And, like, telling um, Emma to keep, her, keep fighting for her job. Mm-hmm. But Emma doesn't really take too kindly to that. Um, no, she fires her. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> That's how that yes. ends. That's how that ends. And so mm-hmm. all the other writers, um, so Minnie goes to get another job and she has an interview with Seth Myers. Mm-hmm. And he hires her. And he hires her. Yeah. So that was kind of fun seeing him in there. Yeah. And she, Mindy had been living with her aunt and uncle. And so she's moved out of their apartment yeah. and she gets her own place in Brooklyn. Yeah. And during this time, like a little before that, I think she'd had uh, Seven, who's like the head monologue writer. I forget oh, yeah. his actual name. Was it Tom? I don't know. Uh, yes. Um, and he was Tom. He is also in Veep. That's right. I can't remember what his oh, real name okay. is, though. Okay. Um, he kind of starts befriending her and like was it after she was fired and like Minnie's crying mm-hmm. he comes over and then just like cheers her up say hey keep going like does he say you're good does he compliment her I think I so because as soon like after when the show was starting going good and a lot of it was Mindy's idea like the men really mm-hmm. wanted to work with her like hey yeah, I've got this idea fun. let's work together and stuff yeah, and yeah. seeing them like you know recognize that she was good that she was funny that she was talented mm-hmm. and had good ideas and so she had become friends with a lot a lot more of them yeah. whereas like Hugh Dancy's character um, like d- doesn't come back to work either you know after oh. like the emails like no one can get a hold of him and stuff um mm-hmm. but uh so yeah so tom is really nice to her her office mate was really nice to her um yeah but she knows that so she moves on and, and goes and works for seth myers mm-hmm. and then what is it that makes emma emma decides to make a like a statement maybe something mindy had said spurred it but oh no what she goes she meets back up with her husband they like must have been separated for a little bit yeah and they like meet i think it's at that same place where the the stand up to cancer Mm -hmm. or no like cancer isn't funny show was um and it's like he's on the stage in a chair and she's like low kind of on the the stage like yeah it was interesting blocking yes yeah and so he's like if you'll stay with me like let's stay together yeah he has a great line of saying something like let's not like yes this really hurt me that you did this mm-hmm. but he's like let's not let this one moment like ruin all this amazing time that we've had together his other good line was like do you want to like you are committed to excellence like you don't have mm-hmm. like you don't have a lot of other stuff like you have this show you've built this mm-hmm. kind of empire around your show yeah um and you've wanted excellence in it like do you want to keep doing that like basically like if you want to keep doing it don't let it go so i think that kind of drives her to like she comes out to do the monologue um and she kind of like some version of a public apology like admits yeah admits it like admits to it talks about like the me too movement hey would you expect Mm -hmm. it to be a woman like kind of refreshing it's a woman this time (laughs) but yeah Mm -hmm. so she keeps her show and then you see mindy uh at the new apartment she's painting the walls like 
purple purple uh-huh. uh and she gets like a buzz at the door and it's uh emma's driver saying uh, <laughs> please come down and talk to miss yes. newberry uh and she's like no so Emma like walks up the stairs and like it's like there's like a huge montage of her just walking yes, up these just stairs in like heels and like yeah. a fancy outfit and, and they play a Maggie Rogers song I think just yeah. walking up the stairs it's like just six flights <laughs> and then she gets to the top and she's like can I have some water please yeah <laughs> I'm an old lady who smokes that you just made me climb up all these stairs <laughs> And then she makes fun of her apartment and, you know, Mm -hmm. criticizes her. And Minnie's like, okay, then please leave, you know. Yeah. But um, Emma kind of makes a big apology and, you know, tells her that, you know, I couldn't have done this basically without you. Like, I I need you. Like, I need you to push me. Mm -hmm. And and so, like, I think Mindy had some (laughs) stipulations. So Mindy basically says, like, yes, okay, yes, because you are the only person that I want to work for. Like, I respect you and I love you and I want to work for you. Oh, and, um, during the whole show, you kind of see her watching, like, old Catherine Newberry stand-up. So mm-hmm. it's, like, Emma in different wigs. Yeah. <laughs> and, like, yeah, different 90s funny. backgrounds. Yeah. Uh, doing stand-up. And, like, mm-hmm. um, she was so relatable to, like, Mindy's character as a girl. Because, yeah. like, she said she, like, was battling depression. And Mindy was, like, oh, like, someone else had, like, she was more relatable then. And so, like, Mindy was watching yeah. her old stuff to, like, apply it to her new stuff. Mm-hmm. or current stuff so i thought that was cool too it's like oh like look at your yeah. history of work and mm-hmm. you can like kind of draw from that too since you've yeah. been on it so long anyway mm-hmm. and so uh so then we like kind of i think flash forward a year yep and Catherine's still on the air and like the writer's room looks totally different it's yeah women. men and women of different colors mm-hmm. and backgrounds and uh and mindy and tom are co-head monologue writers and they're yeah. down on the floor and they they kind of share a kiss like uh something yeah. kind I of a relationship like, is going yeah i think it's implied that they are together yeah um and I th- and it ends with her just with Catherine just like uh, walking out on stage like getting ready to do her yeah. monologue. So oh, and then there was this great line in the movie where she kind of ended every show with "I hope I've had the pleasure of your time" or something like that. Yeah. Yep. Is that it? Okay. Mm-hmm. And then I thought that was really cool. I think it ends with that line. I can't remember. So that is late night. Oh, Mary, do you have any fashion moments for us? Yes. Emma had some great oh great clothes. My and I did goodness. like her hair. It was you very did short. or didn't? I did. I did like it on her. Okay. Yeah, it was kind of like, um, like where it's like bleached, and mm-hmm. so it's a shorter cut, but it's like bleached on the ends, but you can still see like the dark roots. And then it was like, yeah, it varied between like the spiky or like the like comb back. It was mm-hmm. very cool. Um, mm-hmm. And then this show is basically about sequin blazers or sequin yes. jackets, and so many like. She kept, like, the jacket theme of most late night. Because the men wear a suit, but the women, like, mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't know. I'm not watching those shows as much, so I don't know what they wear exactly. But I just thought it was really cool to see, like, the sequin blazers. Um, and Mindy was always, like, overdressed for work. And, yeah. like, someone made a comment about it, too. So, like, I think her character, I think Mindy Kaling herself is into fashion. So it just kind of, yes, like, she branched is. over into the movie. Mm-hmm. Um, hopefully she was like Reese Witherspoon and got to keep the clothes from her got wardrobe. To keep everything. <laughs> we'll see. So yeah, she was always dressed as like um, 
very like n- very nice business clothes like with the very the nice business or, clothes yes yeah sure yeah. she was great in it i really like mindy in it i i like her anyways like i i've liked her and i like her books and i follow her instagrams and things like that yeah um so i thought she was great like all of the scenes when she's crying and <laughs> or giving her like motivational pep talks i just mm-hmm. i enjoyed her character i thought emma was great as like kind of mean villainous i don't know she's like scrooge and then she like kind of gets redeemed at the end Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, so I think that I'm going to give this movie, I would say, like, I rate it on, do I want to watch it again? Was mm-hmm. I entertained? Did I like it? Did I like the people in it? And I did yes to all those. So I think I'm going to give it three and a half first day cupcakes. Nice. Oh, uh, this is what hilarious. Are you so as we were going through, like, I'd written down a number. And, like, as we were yes. talking about it, I was like, oh, yeah, I liked it. <laughs> so then I added, like, half more. So I am nice. also rating it. 3.5 sequin what? jackets. Oh, ah, delightful. So we usually never have the same, and we've had the I same know. two times in a row, I think. Whoa. I think, like, my yeah. main thing was there's just a lot more swearing in it than I like, but I think that's, like, true to life to a writer's yeah. room or to uh, yeah. Hollywood in general. Yeah. So it's just not true to life to me. Yeah. <laughs> you know, really? I didn't know that. Um, yes, different than what I thought it was going to be, but surprisingly so. The whole kind of twist plot point of her cheating on John Lithgow, who yeah. when he got a disease, like, I was like, oh, okay. I didn't really mm-hmm. see it going that way. I, that would be my only, like, I wish it would have been something else besides an affair that made her, yeah. like, put paws on. I don't know. I just thought that was kind of interesting, but you know it all it all worked out mm-hmm. for her you know how she handled it in the end so yeah i thought so it was kind of just an interesting like it covered a lot of things like there's lot some things. ageism since like ageism, diversity things yep diversity mm-hmm. the me too and i think movement. it also kind of addressed like late night stuff like how it is like when you think about it like it is kind of ridiculous like because back in the day of like leno and letterman and yeah you know like they did stuff but it wasn't like because we were talking about like David Letterman did a thing like does it float and guess my yeah. grandma guess my mom and then he went to like Rupert's deli every so often and talked to Rupert. Yeah, but it was never like, hey, this celebrity is we're gonna head, sit them here and throw water on their face. You know what I mean? Like it right. was never. And I enjoy it. I love them when Jimmy Fallon plays Box of Lies and all those yes. water wars and things like that. It's karaoke and whatnot. But mm-hmm. you know, um, the times they are changing. Yeah, like, is this really what we want to be watching and doing and things like that? Mm-hmm. Or, like, maybe in Catherine's or Emma's perspective from the movie, like, is this, like, worthy of it? Like, because yeah. she wanted to just kind of be, like, a f- feminist um, yeah. role model mm-hmm. and, like, show other role models to people. But Yeah. So. Yeah, can you do that when you're both walking, mm-hmm. washing a sheepdog? Like, it's hard to say. Right. Yeah. <laughs> That's true. Okay, so now you've heard what we have thoughts. Now we're going to go straight to Amazon, and we've picked out a five-star and a one-star review, but we voted the same. So what do you want? What do you want? Which one do you want to read? I can read the lower one. Okay, I will read the five-star review titled, Mm -hmm. An Original Gem in an Era of Remakes and Sequels, reviewed on September 5th, 2019. I went to a special screening of this film back in May. It was worth every penny. It's a sharp and relevant comedy about diversity in the workplace. The cast is astounding, especially Emma Thompson and Mindy Kaling. They play off each other so well. Please watch it. It should have been a hit. Five stars. 
Nice. And here's the one star review. Boring. Review the <laughs> next day, September 6, wow. 2019. Mm-hmm. As much as I love Emma Thompson and wanted to like this movie, I found myself surfing the web as I listened to it and waited for it to get better. It never did. It moves at a glacial pace. It is always trite and predictable and never funny. Mm-hmm. I mean, Mindy Kaling crying under her desk? Funny. Right? Funny. Funny. <laughs> I think it's funny. Uh. Okay. Uh, anything else you want to say about Late Night? Um, nope nope okay well then that's all from us thank you for listening uh if you want to email us any thoughts opinions if you're Mm -hmm. liking what we're doing if you're out there listening you Mm -hmm. can email us at allmymoviespodcast at gmail.com or you can tweet us at allmymoviesshow and we're also on facebook at allmymoviesshow as well how nice. Okay, so now we're going to leave you with this tagline straight from the movie poster. They're giving comedy a rewrite. Thank you for listening to the All My Movies podcast. Remember to review, subscribe, and follow Erin and Mary on Twitter at All My Movies Show.